Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Are you ready? Your precious Skype stopped responding when I was getting on, and I had to, like, shut it all down and boot her all back up, Roof. Booted her all back up, just for the folks tonight. Uh, that's one good thing about Skype. It's reliable. You can guarantee that it's going to fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell. If, is that my Skype making all that humming noise, or is that uh, something else on our line here? I don't know. You sound great to me. Do you? Because uh, I'm getting a little feedback or something. Let's work through it, though. Let's work through the pain tonight. <laughs> you got it. Now, you're coming through crystal clear. There's a little bit of uh, weakness, but I think that's just because that's from on my end, from uh, the, my cell phone connection. Right, I think but that's you're, what you're, it is. You're ringing like a bell. Ringing like a bell, Mr. Rufus. How are you this evening, sir? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm fucking glad it's Friday, man. How about you? You know, it's like every day's like Friday for me, Rufus, because I have to work on the weekends, too, so it doesn't really fucking matter what day of the week it is for me. Just sucks. Sucks being <laughs> me. Yeah, that, that's true. You know what else can kind of ruin a weekend for me pretty quick is like when on a Friday I get a text from my wife that says, so what do you want to do this weekend? When really, I don't want to do a goddamn fucking thing ever right. on the weekends. Look, what do you yeah. want to do? Oh, jeez. I don't fucking know. That means research time, looking for campsites or hotels or breaking out maps or finding shit's quote-unquote do. And I'm like, it's the, it's the weekend. Can't I just sit my ass on the couch and watch the Matrix trilogy or something? Usually, when that happens to me, I'm like, dude, I just, I don't know, but I hope this weekend really takes care of this diarrhea that I've got that's going to keep me <laughs> homebound all weekend. Diarrhea is the lazy man's best friend. Yes, diarrhea is the, like the excuse. As soon as, if you ever want to get on thing, all you have to do is say diarrhea. And people are like, ooh, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, you, why don't you stay home this weekend? <laughs> want to go to the water park? Diarrhea. Uh, you just assume in a water park you're just wading through diarrhea, someone's diarrhea. You should next time you go to a water park. We talked about this with a squirting uh, yellow food dye in there. You should also take some like beef bouillon cubes and like put oh those in your back God. pockets. And I should drink it. I should be like, ooh, that this really isn't half bad. <laughs> That's right. That's like chlorine and beef stew. Yeah, yum. Where's the chunky? That's what you need to do is just take some a can of Denty Moore 
in and let it go somewhere in the pool and see what happens. See how fast you can clear a pool. Uh, pretty pretty quickly. I'm sure, well, I don't know. In a, in a trashy water park, they might be used to it. I guess the one thing when your wife does ask you what you're going to do this weekend, it's better than her saying to you that she's already made plans for you guys for the weekend where you didn't even have a say in any of it. You know, I've thought about that, and I don't know if it's better or worse, because on the one hand, if she made plans and I didn't know about it, then suddenly I'm committed. And, and my plans of doing nothing are now solidified. I've, I've got it. I'm doing whatever the fuck this is. But the other one is, what are we going to do this weekend? It's now suddenly not only do I know that I'm going to do something I didn't want to do, I've got to figure out what the fuck it is. So it's like, it's like taking your own torture. It's like spinning the wheel of fucking doom. Not only do you not want to do something, you're forced to do it, and you got to pick out what the fuck it is. Either way, being married sucks. I think it's what we're you know, you know what the, You know what my strategy is for that, Rufus? I act like I didn't hear her say, what are we going to do this weekend, until like Saturday afternoon. I'm like, well, maybe next weekend, because this weekend's kind of already over, really, when you get down to yeah, it. Yeah, maybe I'm going to get tattooed maybe next weekend on my arm because I've, I've used that quite often. <laughs> have you, you ever make those plans that you know or never, you never have any intention of following through? So you're just like, God, I hope someone gets sick or something before next weekend so I don't <laughs> actually have to do that. Yeah, yeah, God. What a, what a shitty way to live life, but we all do it, don't we? Making plans. Well, here's the we kind of really guy I am. Do. Tonight is my wife's birthday, and I'm doing the Hypersloth Happy Hour because I'm dedicated to this show. <laughs> so it's the Hypersloth Happy Hour, but the Zigzag's Wife Sadness Hour. Right. Or maybe her happy hour, too, because I'm not there going, so what do you want to do for your birthday? And maybe she doesn't want to do anything. And then she says, see, this, this, I've got kind of a, a rough week here. Rufus, let me explain to you. All in the yes. course of 10 days, my life has a uh, Mother's Day, then my mm-hmm. wife's birthday, then my wedding anniversary. Oh, all God. happen within like seven or eight days of each other. Brutal. Yeah, brutal, I'll say, because, you know, first of all, I don't know which one to actually celebrate. I'm like, so are we doing the Mother's Day thing, or are we going to do the birthday thing, or the anniversary thing, because there is no way I'm going out to eat three times in seven days. No. Even though we're, I eat out getting every day. Do you get a present for each occasion, or is it like one big present that's kind of like, here's okay, the deal. covers? Listen to what happened on Mother's Day. She said, I said, what do you want for Mother's Day? Blah, blah. You know, she wanted a shark vacuum, so I got her a vacuum for uh, for Mother's Day. I thought I was doing the right thing. I mean, apparently that was a 1950s thing. thing. Because I got taken to task for that. Oh, really? Well, it was probably the part that I didn't accompany it with a card or any flowers. Because you can't get those things on Amazon delivered to your house, apparently. Was was it not, uh, was it because it was a quote-unquote wife gift, like, uh, you know, like it's the 1950s, I'm going to give my wife a vacuum and a toaster oven so she can keep my shit clean and feed me? My idea was that since she likes to do the housework, I just made it a little easier for her by getting her a nicer vacuum that she requested. I think the car is like the biggest deal. 
I don't think I was aware of that yeah. until now. And here's the sad part. You want to hear something sad? So yesterday I go shopping to make sure I'm all ready for the birthday today. Flowers, presents, blah, blah, blah. And I buy a card, and in the fucking, my effort to self-check myself out at the uh, store, I left the card in the bagging area. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, I look like a dimwit. Just another successful day of me looking like a dimwit. Uh, that's pretty much life. It's just one dimwit activity to the next. I'm actually getting sick of checking myself out. Other than all I really know is that it seems like 80% of the time I'm more qualified to check myself out than the person actually working for the store checking me out. Yeah, that, that's true. I don't know why. I've never liked doing the self-checkout thing. Like, never. Even if I have, like, two things, I just for some reason, it might be faster, but I just I, I feel like I shouldn't be doing it, I guess. Here's the problem with the self-checkout. Like, you you check yourself out, and then you're bagging your own stuff, and you feel like you're holding up the people behind you. Like, they're annoyed with the quality of your bagging or how long that you're taking to check out. I want you to try that and tell me if you're not made uncomfortable by the people behind you who are like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, what is taking you so long? No, you're right. You're right. I I, I feel that totally. Because if you're, if you're, like, in the express aisle where there's an employee doing it, even if it's taking a long time, you can, like, look at the people behind you and be like, can you believe this fucking idiot? Right. But if you doing it, you can't do that. You're just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not scanning. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I don't know the number for a cucumber off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, I would think that what, you know, they're saving money or whatever on employee labor. I get all that, but I feel like they've got to be losing money to theft. With that stuff. Oh yeah, how? Tell me, because I'd like to help them lose money to theft. If well, I you know what? But it's, it almost isn't like that because what ends up keeping you like this is what takes so long going through the, that fucking checkout lane, is that everything obviously is weighed and calculated, and when you put it on the belt or whatever to go down to the bagging area, it knows what you've bought, right? But like nine right. times out of ten, if you don't put it down fast enough, it's like. You need to put that down in the bagging area, or too many things in the bagging area, and it like shuts down right. the whole fucking system for like five minutes. So basically, when you, you do that, they, now, just don't, they just don't care about your time or your convenience anymore. They're like, "Fucking do it yourself and pay us, you fucking numb nuts." Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You would think by now that they would have some way that like every item you get. You don't even have to interact with anyone. It's like you put it in your cart and you walk out the door, and that thing that scans, that yeah, that knows that when you're stealing something, that sets off that alarm. They can just like deduct it from your card. Like they have your card number on file. You get your shit, walk out, you're charged. No scanning, no nothing. No standing in line. I'm with you, Rufus. I think if we do that, we could put, we could actually send people back to the store. Instead of everybody we buying everything on Amazon. What is the problem with that? Groceries? I mean, obviously they have the technology to do that already. And, I mean, I wonder why they don't. That's like uh, at McDonald's. I don't know. I mean, think about it. Nothing is made fresh at McDonald's. Why couldn't you just go to a McDonald's where they just are dropping fucking hamburgers and shit down the slot all day? You know what I mean? And someone's just grabbing it and walking to a register. 
Because it's not like right. when you go to a McDonald's, you say, you know, I mean, I guess some people probably do are like, I don't want that with ketchup or no pickles for me or, you know, shit like that. But I don't ever do that. And I don't ever really see anybody else do that. They just kind of order it the way it is and are forced to scrape the shit off at their table. Right. I mean, yeah, the people that make specialty orders at McDonald's are probably few and far between. McDonald's is really, it's just like a glorified vending machine. I mean, you, right. it is. It's been, a, it's, it's been a while since I've been in a McDonald's, but is it still the same where, like, you're at the counter and you can see behind the people, they just have trays of, like, ready-made fucking burgers. They just got, like, burgers already made and wrapped because they know they're going to sell them. Is it the same way? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm sure it's the same way. Definitely. It's probably it's worse. Many, I'll tell you right. how I know yeah, it's exactly should. the same way. Because three days in a row, I stopped at McDonald's, right? And not only did I wait like 15 fucking minutes in the drive-thru at this McDonald's, but then when I got my sandwich, it was obviously fucking microwaved. It was a microwaved McChicken, okay? Good God. Where the fucking uh-huh. mayonnaise was like so hot that it was going to burn me. I took two bites. I'm like, I fucking waited 15 minutes for this fucking piece of shit. So, of course, me being so wise, I'm like, give, I'm like, I'll give him a second chance. So I go back the next day, fucking same fucking sure. thing. The McChicken is fucking microwaved and disgusting. And how do you wait 15 minutes and get cold fries, first of all, with 10 fucking cars in line? How is that even fucking possible? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. It's a poorly run vending machine. <laughs> it really is. What? They can't get this fucking vending machine. Like, you know what? I don't want to say this because this is a pretty controversial thing to say, but take the human element out of a McDonald's and you probably got yourself a pretty good meal. Because it's like the drama and the anger that I can see going on behind the scenes <laughs> at McDonald's when you're I don't mean if when you're in the stand, when you're in the drive-through for 15 minutes and you're looking through the window, you can learn a lot of stuff about the inner workings of a McDonald's, about the people that aren't getting along, and, you know, someone's yelling in someone's face saying, if I don't get a break at 2.30, I'm fucking leaving. You know, someone else like, my dad just tried to commit suicide. I mean, I've seen it all standing in the drive through window. Well, obviously, if you're working at a McDonald's, you haven't made the best life choices, and everything in your life up to that point is, is something that's causing you stress. And the, the the process is so fucking automated as it is that those people are basically robots. So if you could just put robots in there that didn't have stress and personalities, then it would be a big vending machine. And honestly, like you say, that's I'd be cool with that. If I could just drive up to a McDonald's window, swipe my card and push some buttons and, and get, you know, whatever the fuck I wanted, that'd be great. Well, you know, everybody's like, well, we'd be putting tons of people out of business. But, I mean or out of jobs, but I think that you there's probably something better for someone to do than, like, I mean, really, the guy in the back that puts the hamburgers together, he just kind of flops them together and wraps them, right? I mean, it's not like there's an art form or something to it. No, no. no. If, if you want a better job, go to, go to Carl's Jr. or Burger King. Or the food for the better, and obviously Well, you know, or put people, put those people to work, like fixing streets and shit like that. That, like, you know, makes sense. I just noticed there's so oh, many dude. fucking potholes now that it drives me fucking berserk. I'm like, you know, dude, I, I gotta, I gotta, 
I got to swing back to the fast food deal because I did a fast food thing today that I I didn't really know was even possible. All right, I like but, to uh, hear that. We we have a Pizza Hut here, and it's it's the location of this Pizza Hut is so fucking stupid. It's right off the highway, but you can't get to it off the highway. You have to like take a turn and then find a back road that kind of curves right. around into this Pizza Hut, so we never fucking go. And there's never like more than one or two cars there. Never find it. Right. And there's never more than one or two cars there. And of course, it's the employees. And so we we stay away from it because like nothing can be fried. Whatever. Well, my my wife and kid went to uh, Fort Smith today because he just had a routine pediatric checkup and the dentist or whatever. And I texted him. So what are you guys up to now? She said eating Pizza Hut. And I was like. Boom, that triggered it in my fucking brain. I was like, i got to have me some goddamn Pizza Hut now. And so I called in. I got a personal pan pepperoni pizza. And our Pizza Hut, I don't, I've never seen this at any other Pizza Hut. Maybe you have. They have a drive-up window where you can just drive up and get your shit and fucking leave. And so I did. I, I drove up, ordered my, my personal pan pizza, and I drove up and got it in a Pepsi, and I was on my way and just savoring this. It was delightful, dude. It was a a, a, a gorgeous. Wow, you sound pizza. like a fucking satisfied customer. I I'm quite satisfied. You have to understand. I don't eat like fast food or pizza that often. So when I do, it's it's a, it's almost like a religious experience. Did it have sausage on it? No, I just got pepperoni. Good idea, because it's like anytime you go to like uh, uh, one of those places, like a, a Mr. Gaddy's or whatever, or or a Pizza Hut. It's like their idea of sausage can fucking ruin what otherwise could be a good pizza. Because I don't know yeah. where they got it in their mind that like the sausage needs to be hard little gristled up balls. But they are definitely barking <laughs> up a wrong tree with their idea of Italian sausage. Well, I'm sure they get it from like what the dog food factory throws away. It's like right. gristle and like like hoof material. I mean, honestly, Rufus, there's like fucking five main ingredients that go into a pizza, and pepperoni and sausage are like two of the main ingredients. How can every fucking huge chain fuck up the sausage on a fucking pizza? I don't get it. I don't understand why they can't <laughs> figure it out. I, I don't know. And, and this Pizza Hut, and I guess maybe all Pizza Huts, they sell uh, two, two different sausages. They sell pork sausage, quote-unquote, and then they sell even more, even quote, more Italian, Italian sausage. sausage. And I'm like, what, I'm like, what is Italian, what is Italian sausage? sausage? I mean, I don't know what it is. You know what it is. But I'm sure Pizza Hut is, has, has, like, has still that down to some generic fucking bullshit that tastes like a pencil eraser. Honestly, why are you offering two sausages? First of all, I can assume that all sausage is pork. I mean, pork is, like, synonymous with any kind of sausage. Why are you having yes. sausage that's just pork and then Italian sausage? I don't get it. Are they, like, putting breakfast fucking sausage on pizzas? You're right. That implies that the Italian sausage doesn't have pork. Or that the pork sausage doesn't taste like sausage that should go on pizza. Yeah. Either way, my little personal pan pizza was great, and I ate it driving around in my truck. So I was pleased to do. Funny that you say that, because I picked up a pizza tonight on the way home for uh, 
for my wife's birthday, and she ordered some other stuff that wasn't ready yet. So I said to the lady, I'm like, can I just take the pizza outside? And I took the pizza outside, and I <laughs> went to grab a piece of pizza because luckily, believe it or not, I had some paper towels in my car, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a piece of pizza while I wait. <laughs> and the pizza was yeah, so hot, but I pulled off that first piece because I didn't want to open the fucking box all the way, first of all. And I was trying to get oh, my oh, hands yeah. Super hot piece that like the whole fucking top of the piece of pizza fell off and like halfway into my fucking car and shit and made a huge mess. And I was like, God oh, damn, that's why you don't fucking eat pizza. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I knew that was gonna happen, so I wasn't really yeah. mad. I'm like, God, you're just a fucking impatient jackass. Are you, are you more irritated about the mess or about the fact that that's pizza that you can't eat now? Well, the, yeah, I was more aggravated that I didn't even get a bite of the fucking pizza. <laughs> up and see me like trying to clean up this fucking abandoned piece of pizza in my back seat. Probably thought I was fondling myself. Which I, I was walking around with my dick. I go, you want to see some Italian sausage? <laughs> I'll show you some pork sausage. <laughs> I just don't get it. Pork sausage. You know what? You should Google what is the difference between their fucking pork toppings. On it, there's shit. I'm gonna Google it right fucking now because it's wrong. You can't offer. Yeah, my guess, my guess is that the pork sausage is is like normal sausage. The Italian sausage has oregano. Oh, you don't even want to see what's actually in the sausage. You got sodium, sodium erythrobate, sodium nitrile, uh. sodium phosphates. Here's here's the crazy Jesus. thing. Listen to this. It's it's got sodium lactate, sodium diacetate, salt. <laughs> it's got real salt in there at least. Sodium phosphate, <laughs> organic salt, sodium nitrate. I mean, what the fuck? Do you really need to add salt to that? <laughs> I know you you said the word sodium like twenty times. I don't think we need salt. Is it gluten free salt? It's salt-free salt. I've never seen it before, but I, apparently their salt is salt-free. Now officially salt-free. Oh, nice. Salt light. <laughs> salt, but high in sodium somehow, but salt-free. <laughs> oh, what if they made salt like Jolt Cola? You could get salt with extra sodium. Oh, my. I'm sure that they have. You know what? When I was growing up, my mom's friend was like this huge smoker, right? And, oh, my God, this lady, like, used to salt her food. You just couldn't believe it. I'd never seen anything like it. I'm talking like it would salt every bite of food. Oh, wow. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So she, she was, was a cigarette smoker, so her, her like, taste buds and sense of smell were fucked. Did, did you experience that when you were, uh, when you were smoking? Uh, I didn't experience it while I was smoking because you don't really notice it. But once you quit smoking, then you're like, holy fuck, food tastes amazing. Now, when you were smoking, were you one of those people who's like, I got to have a cigarette after I eat something? No, my smoking was mainly confined to, uh, it was habitual. So it was linked to my drinking. Like, I would, I would go all day without a cigarette. But as soon as I had a beer, I had a cigarette. And I would do one for one, basically. And uh, location-based, so, like, I smoked at home. So if I was, I was at home after work, I'd smoke. But I never really craved cigarettes, just normal 
day-to-day life. It just it never happened. Basically, once I cracked open a beer, then I was like, oh, man, I want a fucking cigarette. So, but you did drink and drive and smoke then? Oh, yeah, from sun up to sundown. Fuck yeah. So too bad there wasn't, like, the big cell phone bonanza back then. You could have, like, been texting and smoking and drinking and, like, doing whatever else you could do while trying to drive, while driving was getting in the way. They should make a special texting app for smokers where you can, like, hold a cigarette and text at the same time with the same Oh, my God, yes. For sure. And Don't you know what? It's really for your, car, your uh, phone to read your nicotine-stained fingers. Yes, exactly. That would It'll be a great an alert. It can, it can detect your nicotine level every time you touch your screen. So if you haven't had a cigarette in 10 minutes, it'll be like, <laughs> nicotine level's low. It just a cigarette. stays on. Yes. They need, like, the lung cancer Siri. She's like... <laughs> Time for another cigarette. <laughs> oh, no, you know what they need to do? They need to make an anti-smoking thing where kids can talk through their phones, and it makes it sound like you're talking out of a hole in your neck. Oh, my God. That really would probably wouldn't even be that hard to, to, like, come up with, would it? No. Yeah, but then everybody would start smoking because every little kid would want a thing, like a hole in his neck to talk out of. Wow, that's true. Holes you in know neck how kids cool. are. I mean... Everybody's into body modification, right? We should come out with a special line of clothing for people that have those things in their necks. Like turtlenecks and stuff that you can like fit a piece of whatever in so you can talk out of the thing in your neck. Yeah, we should make it accessories. Like you could put a little uh, thing in there that makes it like a kazoo. Or, uh... <laughs> One of those pipes that blows <laughs> bubbles. Blow <laughs> bubbles with every word you... Attempt to say you can let me bone like pretty bubbles. You I'm know what? A kazoo I understood that. You remember with? I never understood the pipe that blew bubbles. Did you? It never seemed like it worked. Are you familiar with the concept? Oh yeah, I had one. It had the uh, the red end and the white like sticky put in your mouth. It was like Popeye's pipe and a blue bubble. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, uh, underwhelming. You, underwhelming. I mean, apparently you were supposed to. Blow out. I think I spent too much time trying to suck in. Yeah, I got so poisoning with that thing repeatedly. You know, it seemed like it never had the soap mixture. They're just like, hey, here's the pipe. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Here's the raw materials. You make something to bubble with. Carve yourself a pipe. Picture yourself talking out of your neck in your future self talking out of your neck. (laughs) That's right. Which, I, I like the idea of glorifying the whole neck hole thing. The tracheotomy is like something cool. Oh, my God. You know what? I always wondered, after watching a MASH episode when I was like 10 or 11, I was like, oh, man, if I ever had to do a tracheotomy, I, I think I know how to do it. After watching uh, Hawkeye do it in the back of a Jeep. I all think all I, I saw that episode, do. He used a ballpoint pen. I saw That's the right. same episode. I remember having the same thought. I was horrified as a kid. I was like, Holy shit, that's gotta fucking hurt. But at the same time I was I was intrigued and like, wow, that's pretty interesting. I could do that to someone. I'll try it tomorrow in class. Yeah, I'll try it on little Johnny. His parents yeah. hate him. So uh, you got summer coming up, huh? Pretty soon. Yeah, well I mean the weather's been really fucking great. 
except this for rain. Here it I seems mean, like, like every wise. every weekend here it's like nice during the week, but as soon as the weekend comes, it's like down to like fifty two degrees and raining all day. Mm. Yeah, well it has rained a lot here, but the the temperature's been good. Sixties, seventies, eighties. Eighty degrees, holy cow. Oh, dude, I got a funny story for you. Ah, ready? Sit back. I'm sitting Feet back. Up. Feet are up. So we got this new home built, right? This manufactured home. So it's it's up on, you know, a foundation that's off the ground. And they get to come put the skirting in that, like, hides all the bullshit, you know? Right. Well, they finally came yesterday to do it. And they worked all day at it, and then they left. And we noticed later that we couldn't find our our, our chicken, our one chicken. Oh God! Well, sure enough, this morning we hear under the house and some scratching. The, 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 they had they accidentally like sealed our chicken in under our fucking house, and this is this. this Skirting is like there's no like door or anything. Poor chicken, poor chicken trapped. Is it so still there? Oh, no, no. I went outside. I was like, I gotta find some way to let this chicken out. And so I go outside, and the chicken hears me come outside and starts pecking against the 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 fucking siding. And I could see it like pecking against it and, and making its little clucking sounds, and it's, it's scratching like its claws have come out from under it, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I start walking around the house just looking for a place where I can get into it, and I can hear the chicken following me. <laughs> like, on the inside of the house, like, all the way around, clucking and scratching, just hoping that I'm going to stop and let him out, or let her out. And so I finally get to a place where they had bolted it together, and I unbolt it, and it was kind of a pain in the ass, but I spread it apart. That's what he said. And the the chicken came out, and I think we bonded that moment. I think that chicken was like, thank, thank you for getting me out from under this house where I was going to fucking die. And the chicken's been really nice to me all day. But it was funny. Oh, really? All, all night, the chicken was just under the house trapped because these two dudes that are skirting, I guess the chicken went in there and fell asleep, and they didn't have any idea. <laughs> the chicken's probably bummed out. It'd probably make itself a nice little nest or something. Underneath the house that had been using for a while, <laughs> and uh, those dickheads. Fuck, you think those guys knew that they did that? Think they thought it was funny? Uh, I don't know. If they did, I don't know that I can be mad at them because it is kind of funny. <laughs> it's funny up to the point where, like, you go to turn on your hot water or like your shit under there and find out that while your chicken was living under there, it was like clawing up important features to like the important part of running your. <laughs> your home, like the wiring and shit is all fucked up now? Yeah, well, I was more concerned that it would die or it would lay eggs under there, which it may have, and that they would, like, rot, and then we'd have this disgusting fucking smell that we could never, like, locate. Right in your brand new house. This <laughs> guy, what? I was I was in a, a place where I do some work the other day, and a guy was telling me that they had a, a skunk, right? Was living in the, like, the the attic and the walls of their building, and it fucking died in the wall. The oh god! And died in the wall, and it was. He said it, it was like last July. 
So he's like, you couldn't even, he's like, for like a month, we couldn't even come into like one part of our whole building because the stench oh, was God. so foul. And I guess they ended up like ripping out like two or three walls trying to find this skunk, and they never did find it. So it's what? still, it's skeleton or something is still up in there somewhere. Wow, that's terrible. I'm surprised you don't hear about that happening more often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, I just want to say something real quick. Uh, I want to say happy Asian Pacific American Heritage Month to you, Rufus. Did you know that it was uh, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month? Well, no, because I'm white and live in the South, so of course I didn't know. <laughs> right. You mean it wasn't on the TV down there? I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I only I only know that it is because for some reason to – they, for for Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, they were showing a Jackie Chan marathon on some TV channel. Ah, uh, he's, he's the Asian Pacific American Santa Claus. Well, I mean, is he Asian Pacific American or is he just Asian? Because he was born like, I don't know. over there, right? I mean, I mean I Asian guess. Pacific American entails what exactly? Just people from Hawaii? Aren't those Samoans? I don't know. Are they considered Asian Pacific Americans? Is that the uh, you know what? That might be the uh, the proper way to say Samoan. Maybe it's a, it, Asian Pacific American. Yeah, it's the new way. I'm sure. Maybe not the proper way. But it's the new way. So that they can't say Redskin anymore. Which I mean, with no. anybody. Who is really insulted by Redskin? Uh, I think only the people that spend a lot of their time really wanting to be insulted by things. Right. It's like some Which white unfortunately is a lot of people the these idea days. That it was offensive. You're like, don't you guys find this offensive? And I'm sure all the Indians are like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, this is offensive. They're calling you Redskins. And they're like, but we have red skin. Yeah, and they have, I don't know. If a college or a, a pro NFL team came out today and was like, "We're going to call our mascot the Honkies," I'd be like, I wouldn't bat a fucking eye. I'd be like, "Okay, that's okay, cool." And I'm would anybody come out and say that it that the term "honky" is offensive? No, of course not. No, 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 it would come, you know, come to arms. I have a feeling that, that like Trump. Some Trump supporters would, even though they consider themselves yeah. honky at heart. Uh, I'm a honky at heart. I'm proud to be a honky. I'm a proud honky. You are a proud honky. You're like honky. Oh, get a bumper sticker that says that. Proud honky. Just say proud to be a, an American honky. Born in the USA. I wonder where the term honky ever came from. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe because the way we talk is so, like, through the nose and nasal compared to, you know, our African brethren. Let's see. Honky, it just says 1960s of unknown origin. Now, you know what? Now I'm starting to be, like, insulted by it. <laughs> I don't know what it means or where it came from. Now I don't like it. <laughs> this, this is the turning point for you. Suddenly right, you're insulted. Like, Wait a minute. It has absolutely no meaning. How insulting to me. What about Cracker? Look at Cracker. What's the, that, how'd that get started? I'm Crackers guessing because for white people. 
probably they were eating a lot of saltines maybe back then and saltines are white and we're white people who are crusty i'm not sure let's look it up i'm sure that has something to do with the civil war did you i think you're you think i'm on track no i think your assessment's valid it it might bear uh bear fruit yeah the original term of cracker secret history it has a secret history oh shakespeare came that up with that one now, I just creepy-ass cracker. Wherefore art thou cracker? <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Uh, they're not really saying. Really, what came in 1940s? I don't know. I can't read all this. Too much stuff came up. I, I wanted one sentence, not a whole fucking article written on it. There was no headline headline that boiled down the term cracker, so I didn't have time to look it up. Sorry about that. Dude, I I can't tell you how many times I'm, like, looking at a a news website, Drudge Reports, or uh, even a Reddit or something, and there's a headline that sounds super interesting. I click over, and it's, like, an article of many paragraphs. I'm like, no, I'm out. I think I'm I'm getting dumber because of the internet. (laughs) Right. You know what? That's funny that you say that because right before the show tonight, I can't even remember what I was reading. But I'm like, I read a headline. I'm like, well, that sounds like an interesting story. I opened it up, and the story literally had nothing to do with the headline. But then after I read like the whole story, I'm like, that story had nothing to do with anything. It, the story actually had no point. I I fucking commend you for actually reading the story. I mean, I can't even do it. I'll open up. I like you know. Uh, I don't know what the uh, I got my mouse has like three buttons. The middle one opens up everything in a new window. So I'll go through. I'll be like reading headlines, and I'll click each headline and open like four or five actual stories. And I'll go through each one. I'll be like, God damn, it's a lot of words. I'll close it and I'll go to the next one and be like, Oh shit, I don't want to read all that crap. And I just, my attention span has gotten way too fucking short. And I think it's just internet conditioning. Everything is like instantaneous. Yeah. And I really I need to get back to just reading. You know what, dude? You know what, though? What was cool, though? Uh, you had posted some game that you were interested in getting. I don't know if it was for PS4 or whatever. But I looked up that game. It looked like a pretty cool game. Do you remember what game that was? Yeah, I do. It was Uncharted 4. Right. That's right. Then I, I played 1 through like 3. The internet death loop where... They, someone said they were coming out with it, even then whoever did the game was coming out with it for uh, for the Xbox, but then I could never find it. They're like, oh, yeah, it was tons of people like reviewing it and saying how great it was, but then I could never find it. Well, number four just came out now, so maybe, it, maybe it's uh, they're lagging well, behind no, on Xbox. Four, this was actually one through three box set. In like anticipation of number four. Oh, really? Those games are fucking great, dude. Really great. I'm not a huge gamer, but they're really well done. I like the, the games only game I've ever played. Go around and try to figure something out. I don't really prefer the shoot 'em up type games. This blends that super well, dude. It it it's got some shoot 'em up shit. But it's a lot right. of puzzles and stuff. It, it's like playing an Indiana Jones game, really, because you find yourself in these ancient, you know, fucking buildings and shit, and you got to 
put this cog in this wheel and look at this painting. You know what? And do something. You know what? The, every remote needs though on a fuck or every controller needs on like one of those games is like a I call uncle button. Where you're like, okay, I've tried this fucking stage 500 goddamn times. I need to get beyond it if I'm ever gonna play this game because I've started games, Rufus, where I got to like that point where you're supposed to put this cog in this wheel, but my brain is not telling me to do so. So I'm like, well, I'll never fucking yeah. play this shit game again because I can't get past I, I, like a four second span in the game. I had to, I had to jot that down because I think you're right. And I call Uncle Button would be fucking great because so many games, I think, not that I'm a, a, a game enthusiast or anything, but it seems like a lot of them are like fun up until a point, and then they get to a level where it's so fucking difficult that you just like fuck it. You like hate the game at that point. It's not even worth it to continue. It's just so goddamn difficult that it becomes a chore and like almost like your job. And so you're like, fuck it. I got a lot of games that I've, I've never finished because of that reason. Me too. And there should be and I think I an easy out. That, that we're both just quitters. We're like, fuck it. This is too hard. <laughs> fuck this. I don't have time for this fucking bullshit. No, it's true, we're though. not quitters. We're not quitters. The game makers are idiots. Right. They that, are idiots. The, uh, Yeah, because there just needs to be a part where you say, okay, I just want to get beyond this little part of the game because I'm sure I can do the next part of the game. Right. You know, and I, I have a game like that. I can't even remember the name of it, but I played it, you know, and it was one of those games that you play for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I got up to, like, one part. It should have been pretty easy, and at some point I tried it so many times, I'm like, obviously there's something wrong with the remote or the fucking game has a glitch in it because it's something I'd done, like, a million other times, and it just won't work. You know, and I'm doing exactly what they say to do and on the easiest level, and it just won't let me buy it. I'm just like, fuck this. I'll never play this fucking game again. Never. It, what, the game, what the game should do, and what the Uncharted games are pretty good at, I think, is like whatever you get to. Because a lot of the tar- Uncharted games are, yeah, you're just running around shooting shit and jumping around. But then they have these extremely, you know, cool puzzle levels. But if you're having trouble, it's like the game knows it, and it reminds you. It says, hey, maybe you should, or, uh, like, like this map in this painting looks like that thing in your journal that Cortez wrote down in 1492. And so then you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll look at that, and then you have to see the feed. Right. Yeah, I do. Totally blind. Yeah, the game, it, it kind of helps you out. See, but this is just like a straight-up shoot-em-jump up-in-the-air game. So it just is like, you know, it's pointless in the first place. Then to find out that you're not even any good at the pointless game, it's pretty fucking upsetting to me, anyways. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to make a pointless game that nobody can play. I just get sick of the shoot-em-up part of a game. You know what? Like, Like, I played like 10 minutes of the the Walking Dead game, right? Yeah. In, in my buddy's house, I'm like, now that is a fucking pointless game. You're just like, really? That's all you do is just fucking stab zombies in the face like 50 million fucking times. And, you know, of course they have like their little two-minute talking montages. But other than that, it's just like <laughs> keep killing fucking zombies. Yeah, yeah, I think that should do that. 
I think they call that a button masher because all you got to do is just keep mashing the shoot button over and over again. I find that the people that enjoy those games have extremely low IQ. They do, and I find, like, I don't buy games a lot. I mean, I'm serious, I haven't bought, I think I bought one game in the past year. I like the concept. Academically, I, I, I love it. I just don't have a lot of time for it. But the last time I was in a, a video game store, it was GameStop. Dude, that place was populated with just weird Mountain Dew drinking cretins who could not function in any other place other than a, a video game store. And these guys were coming up to me. They were like, Zombies or like uh, street urchins in India begging for money. They were just like, "You like the game? You like it? You like it? You want to play? It was good. It's really odd. I mean, video game, video game people are really strange." So, were they trying to like take you in as one of their own? Were they trying to convert you, like a like a Jehovah's Witness? Dude, this this one guy. I'm gonna call him a kid. He was probably way older than he looked and behaved. He came sidling up to me, and his shoulders were kind of hunched, and he had on, like, glasses that didn't fit right. And I think we were actually talking about Uncharted. Me, Not me and this guy. Me and the, the counter guy. I was getting the game for my, my son, the retro Nintendo game. And the guy at the counter, the register guy, mentioned Uncharted, and this other dude just sort of vaporized out of nowhere. And he was like, yeah, Uncharted's good. It's good. You played it. You played it. You played it. It was, it was good. You liked it. You want that. And it was just really just fucking odd. So Rain really Man? Fucking strange. It sounds like you met yeah, Rain it was, Man. Dude, it was totally Rain Man-like. And I, I looked at him, and I was like, I thought a moment, like, the difference between a game player like me, who's just like, I'm a grown dude Super that makes cool a living. Jock. And, yeah, I play it sometimes. And a guy like him who's like, he probably doesn't see the light of day ever until he goes to the video game store. And then he goes home and he's just a psychopath in his own fucking weird virtual world all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, what is, there's going to be so many psychos, dude, in the near future. We should be very fucking afraid of what what society is turning people into. Yeah. I mean, there's got yeah. to be like a fall of just fucking nut jobs out there ready to fucking snap. I mean, look well, how many people are supporting Trump. That tells you that we're on a fucking, we're walking a very fine line between sanity and fucking insanity. Something, yeah, something is really going on with like society and world and culture, for sure. And you can, on one hand, you can think, well, everybody in every generation's had that moment where they're like, oh, things are fucked forever now. But it seems like now, I mean, it's like having a a historical context to compare things to. Things seem really fucked now, at least in America. I don't. People think that social uh, networking and all that stuff and. And bringing the world closer together is a good thing. I'm not so sure it's such a fucking great thing. I think that what's happening is like hey, man. The, the societized part of the world is messing it up for what could have been left if something like if we had a nuclear war, but there would be small like tribes in New Guinea or somewhere who'd never even fucking heard a cell phone or worn a Nike T-shirt. You know, will yeah. just have been ruined. And so there is like no. 
ancient man to like fall back, you know, and, and repopulate the earth after we destroyed ourselves. You fucking nailed it with social media, dude, because it's it's like held as this thing is like, oh, we're all connected, but we're not all connected. I mean, most people, they build their own little social circles where they can put up their little stupid political propaganda, and it just circulates and festers and like a fucking boil. It's not like right. humanity's coming together in some egalitarian, awesome way and be transcending, you know, whatever. Right, it's, but they're not. idiots. More and more no, nutty it's, it's, factions that are grouping themselves together. Yes, exactly. It's terrible. I'm going to assume Microsoft Zuckerberg. And the only social media sure? that people should be like listening to is the Hypersloth uh, website and Facebook page. And what more do you need, really? You know, you know, it is the uh, the light, the truth, and the life. We do. We we give you all the news you need when you need it. Exactly. When we think you need it. Right. Exactly. Because we know through our years and years of social experimentation when to feed you the proper things to, to make your brain grow. <laughs> so check out our website. we got two new likes this week. Well, that was the are you smoking? What is that rustling sound? No, it was a my mic clip was loose and about to fall off, so I was tightening it up. Tell me, do your dogs still smell like um, skunks? They do. Oh man, they do. I don't know where they find these skunks, but they constantly smell like fucking skunks. Right, and you know what? Any of those wives, none of that shit works. I've, I've had no. my. At first, you know, the skunk smell. You're like, that's oh, not so bad, but then, like, after like four or five days, you're like, God damn, that fucking smell. Yeah. And these dogs aren't inside dogs. I mean, they're outside. They're rolling around. They're running around. You think they'd get that shit off of them? But, no, every goddamn day I go outside and I pet them and I'm like, God damn, you fucking stink, you idiot. Do they swim Stop in your pond? Uh, swim, no. No, they'll they'll drink in it. My big dog, Bo, he'll get about shoulder deep in it just to yeah, he can drink water without a frog or a lily pad in his mouth. I saw those lily pads. Looks like you're going to have a pretty good crop of lily pads this year. Yeah, I got, I got to get rid of them somehow. Is there so? I was gonna say, is there like a website that shows you what to do, like how to take care of the pond? There is. There is because we bought some pond treatments uh, when we first moved here because the water was fucking terrible. It was covered in like moss and mold and right. Stuff. So I found a website that sold us this uh, gallon jug of something that we poured in there and cleaned it right up. But really? now suddenly we have lily pads and they're spreading. We have turtles too. Big ass fucking turtles. Yeah, turtles will like walk a long way to get in like a pond like that. It's crazy. You never really think about that, but uh, when I used to live up in Michigan, dude, I would see turtles just like out in the middle of nowhere, like where there's no water. 
You're like, where mm-hmm. does this fucking turtle go? And they just find like little, uh, like mud puddles and shit to hang out in and to, on their way, and then just like keep going to get to like a bigger body of water. It's crazy. Dude, every day taking my kid to school in the morning and coming back and errands, I've got to slow down or stop to like save a, a fucking turtle crossing the fucking highway. That is so goddamn funny. everywhere. Did you say that? Because I felt that one time I was backing my car up and up to Michigan. And uh, I was backing my car up and I, I went over like this huge hump. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Right? So I get out and I look and I've run over this fucking turtle and the fucking thing like oh. exploded. Oh, it's not. Shit. The turtle was fine and whatnot, but it was not. Dead. You couldn't even really tell where the turtle was. It really was like a balloon that popped. Oh my god! I, I'm not sure I was joking, but I'm not. It's so disgusting. You know how Kramer and, and like hired an intern? We need to just like hire interns like top to bottom, and it could be like a social experiment to see how much stuff could get done. By people who are learning on the job as they go. That would be just more headaches for us, though, probably. Yeah, that's true. I mean, managing a bunch of interns would be a goddamn nightmare. What is the requirement? Unless we had a, get an hired an intern to do it. I mean, do you have do you to have, have to be? Have... I think you're about to ask the same question I was. You don't have to be in college, right? You can just be an intern. Right. To be a company that hires an intern, do you have to tell anybody anything? Like, we're looking for some I think it's just like the free and open slavery. If you can convince somebody to work for you for free, well, that's their fault. I mean, I feel bad because black people were interning for like 400 years. Yeah, who were the best interns? <laughs> Intern trading is huge. You know what? You should. We should like load up a boat. That'd be a hilarious skit to like be loading up a boat of like Scandinavian teenagers to bring over here to work for free. Like the new kind of slavery is just basically an internship. We bring them over on the awesome. bow of a boat. A crabbing boat, obviously. That's what go my girlfriend's vagina. The crabbing <laughs> boat. <laughs> Do you? That's a good one. Good one, Rufus. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What a night. So do you have plans for this weekend? Did you ever make the plans or you never even came up with them? Now the weekend's over. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it falls to me to come up with them, and now it's too late. So when do you, if it's, when if it's do you eight, think the weekend huh? is officially over? If it's 8 p.m. on a Friday and I haven't made plans, the weekend's shot. <laughs> right. I agree with that 100%. The weekend is over. If you don't have plans before Friday at 5 o'clock, forget it. The, the whole weekend's over. Right. The weekend's over before it even right. fucking starts, it seems like. I mean, especially if it's ornate, the fucking complicated shit like going out of town and camping or visiting or doing something. 
No, no. If, if that's not established and booked and on paper by 5 p.m. Friday afternoon, then the weekend is sitting around watching TV, which is the best weekend. What is the best day of the weekend, in your opinion? We should have people call in and tell us what they think the best day of the weekend is. Is it Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? I'm considering Friday part of the weekend, Friday night. No, I, I, I agree. I think Friday night is the best part of the weekend myself because it's like the launching pad. It's like uh, finally the shit's fucking over. I look forward to a full day of doing nothing and with some food right. by my wife. Sunday's, Sunday's the most depressing day of the weekend for sure. It really is it wrong? Just, is it wrong to get depressed at like ten o'clock on Saturday night? Just be like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fucking weekend uh, Didn't get anything done. Did had the list for the weekend, and you know, every weekend I have a list, and I never get anything on the list done because I'm like, well, I'll just do that tomorrow. I'll have plenty of time, and then before you know it, the whole weekend is over because it's like two thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. I'm like, fucking weekend shot. Yeah, I, I think. Well, that's a good point. I, I think to me, the Sunday. All day Sunday, whenever it occurs, whether it's 12.01 a.m. or whatever, Saturday morning, I wake up Sunday thoroughly depressed. I'm like, ah, fuck, here we go again. I've got to, even though I don't have to work that day, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I can't do anything fun today that I'll regret tomorrow. The one day a week antidepressant. Where you just take it on Sunday, so Sunday is not a completely wasted day where you just crawl up in a little self, a little self-absorbed ball, and just like fucking dread Monday coming. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do every Sunday. That's what everybody does. I mean, honestly, as much as people complain about Mondays, and Mondays are complained about all over fucking media. Right. You see those stupid posts people put on Facebook. Oh, it's a Monday. <laughs> Or goddamn, it's a Monday. Or Honestly, case Sundays, of the Mondays. Yep, case of the Monday. Sundays are far more depressing because you know that Monday's coming and you can't fucking stop that shit. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. I thought to myself, well, I just like to be trapped in this little Friday night to Saturday like 9 p.m. bubble, which is like the best part of the week. Do you ever wake up in the morning during the week, um, and you wake up earlier than your alarm goes off, and you start having that dream, that fantasy that you have a remote control that can just pause time, and somehow you're not affected. It, like, stops time for the entire universe in the world, but you can just sleep as late as you fucking want and then wake up and then go back to sleep, and everything else happens. You can just enjoy existing for a while by yourself without having to uh, please other people. I have that fantasy a lot. (laughs) That's definitely a great fantasy. I would love that. You know, I I think sometimes that I would like to get stuck. I mean, my life is pretty decent right now. And, you know, everybody in my life is healthy, I guess. So I would just like, I'd like to be stuck in like this little bubble forever. But, you know, it's like, I don't know. Oddly enough, I've been thinking a lot about death lately, and I have really no idea. Not like in a depressing way, but just like, uh-huh. you know, the weirdest part was, remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about 
is everybody around you just part of like your existence? And when someone dies, that's just it. It's just supposed to be part of what you're experiencing. And I thought, what if it's just like we're part of someone else's existence? So, you know, obviously someone's going to live on after we die. And it just got me all introspective and whatnot. Not needless to say I was smoking marijuana at the time, just as I am right now. But it just, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Just like the whole idea of the universe, I don't know. It just intrigues me. The energy and all that stuff. You like to think that there's more to it, but, I mean, is there? Or are we just fucking, I mean, blobs on a piece of rock, really? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think about that shit so much I can't even articulate what I think or feel about it. But, I mean, if you consider that there's other dimensions, I mean, there's three that we know of. Like jobs and stuff. What? You're breaking up. Hang on a second. What? Am I breaking up? You're still there. I heard that. Rufus? Hello, are you there? Sorry, dude. I was, I was just getting all deep in thought. Forgot that people couldn't see the like, look on my face on the radio. <laughs> I was resting. I was cradling my chin in my hand, a la the thinker style. Well, <laughs> we need what, to come uh, up with our own thing like that, like a Banksy. You know who Banksy is? It, it would be a uh, like a sculpture of a guy sitting on the toilet, and we would call it the stinker. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Awesome. The stinker. <laughs> we could sell one to every fucking bathroom. He should have a smile on his face and a book of crossword puzzles on his lap. In an empty Taco Bell bag in his garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's some oysters and kale. Kale. You ever had kale? My first experience with, with kale was working at a Double Edge Pizza Works, and we used kale as a decoration for the oh, that's right. salad right. That's all I I've ever was a, used it as. Too, I didn't know it was food. I mean, I've, I've had kale as an ingredient in like a V8, but I've never, I haven't had like a kale that was no. I had it in some soup from uh, Olive Garden Restaurant. It was good, but it's just like, I think kale is just like when you're eating like to me. When you're too cheap to do what? You broke up again. To buy spinach. <laughs> yeah, and spinach is good. I like spinach. I do, But too. kale is a... He was the best marketing move Spinach ever made. You know what? Why don't they? What else could they? I mean, and we're stuck with Chester Cheetah. At least Popeye like would get all loaded on spinach and beat up on people. I mean, that's impressive. That was shit. That shit. He would beat up, beat up big guys and and the Japs and. Uh, I wonder how many kids. Technically, you know, there's like got to be a thousand people out there. This would be a good Reddit search. It'd be like. When you were a kid, did you eat spinach and try to beat up some kid on your block that was bigger than you and get your ass stopped? <laughs> Dude, you know that happened. You know it. Oh, my God. I can think of two cousins already who are like, I ate my spinach. I'll beat you up now. 
I do say that these days they, they sue the, uh, the spinach council. <laughs> hey, I had a cat of spinach, and I tried to pick a fight, and I got my ass kicked. <laughs> I want a we million should... bucks. Oh, my God. That'd be a hilarious skit where a guy goes into a bar and, like, picks a fight with some dude after a couple of shots of spinach juice or something. I've been watching it all morning. It would be funny if you actually ordered, like, a can of spinach, and you get to see him, like, choke the whole fucking can of spinach. <laughs> no, he, like, yeah, he gets his like, like, uh, like Popeye does, and he fucking chokes himself out. Yes! <laughs> That's right. So he sues the entire spinach industry. You told me this would make me big and strong. <laughs> well, and don't forget, I'm sure he sues uh, Popeye, the Popeye Corporation as well. Oh, yeah. Popeye Inc. The chicken people, where did, obviously the chicken people did not get their idea for the name of the chicken place from Popeye, the cartoon character. Am I correct in assuming that? There you was probably correct, a dude named Popeye. The Popeye cartoons only ever reference spinach and hamburgers. You would think that somebody would make a chain selling, like, spinach hamburgers, but not chicken, because chicken was never mentioned in Popeye's. I, mean, I wonder where chicken I'm going to have to look up where the Popeye people got their their name. You think it was a family name or something? What exactly does that mean? I mean, I know that Popeye, he, like, had one squinty eye and one eye, like, popping out, right? Yes. wonder what his real name was. It probably wasn't even Popeye. That might have been a nickname. It was, like, probably, like, Populous J. Eisenberg. <laughs> Populous J. Eisenberg. Oh my you god. You know, Popeye. You, yeah, I know. You you fucking nailed that one. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I really nailed that. Popeye chicken. Populous J. Eisenberg. Dude, it's fucking gold, man. That is gold. Populous J. Eisenberg. Doesn't really. Al Copeland to open Chicken on the Run in Northland suburb. In 1972. Oh, okay. After several months of lackluster performance, he reopens the restaurant as Popeye's after Popeye Doyle of the French Connection. Now, uh, Popeye really? Doyle in the French Connection, wasn't he like a big heroin dealer or something? I don't know, but that's like an intense movie, right? That's like a crime thriller. Right. Why would that make you want to eat chicken? Gene Hackman is Popeye Doyle. Well, why is his name Popeye? Was that a nickname in the movie? Or is Popeye like a real name? That's what I was wondering. What the Eisenberg? I know that much. Well. So I've got an affinity for Popeye. Why don't you just call me Popeye from now on? I'll do it. Okay. I'm going to call you Populous Jay Eisenberg. <laughs> okay, please do. I don't know. I don't understand the French connection. But you know what? This is so crazy. I've been like, lately, with Netflix and shit, I'm like, no, there's always a movie that I always wanted to see. It's like some obscure movie. And I'll yeah. start to watch it. And I'm like, God, why is that such a fucking widely acclaimed movie? What a fucking piece of crap. You ever do that? I I, I can't think of the last time I did that, but yes, I have done that. And I'll tell you what, one movie that I might 
have done that with now if I hadn't seen it in the prime of hypersloth uh, robust creativity is uh, Barfly. Drink. That was We're a great fucking friends. movie. That was a great movie at the time. I don't know if I saw it now if I think it was a great movie. But, man, as of right now, like, my, my history, my personal history of seeing that movie is, like, that's an awesome movie. <laughs> the problem with Barfly is that now, if you watch it 25 years later, like I did a couple of years ago, you, like, see too much of yourself in the Barfly guy, and you're like, God, I'm a fucking pathetic hunk of shit. <laughs> that's why I don't want to watch yeah, Don't watch it now. Don't watch it now. It's a little too close to home. Okay, okay. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't watch it. It uh it, it's depressing. Believe it or not, it's believe it or not, that's not a fun drinking movie. I know that when we were in our mid twenties we thought it was like fun to watch that and be like, I'll never be like that guy. I might have said too much. I aspired to be that guy. I I was like better than that guy. Wasn't he like I would a writer? Two bottles of whiskey for breakfast. In that movie, I, it clicked with me. I was like, "Oh, okay." So if I drink a shitload of whiskey and pick up some blonde broad, then I'll be a badass writer. <laughs> now she drank herself to death. I'm trying to even remember what happened in that movie now. I I can't remember anything other than <laughs> what this face was a hardcore drunk and yeah, a drink for all my friends. And Stallone, that, Frank Stallone. Mickey Rourke peaked at that fucking moment. That was yeah. like as good as it was getting for him. Because then he turned in. Have you seen him lately? Dude, I gotta say, I gotta say, lately, yeah, he he's become a freak show. But have you seen? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the movie that he did in I think like 2009 or 2010 called The Wrestler? Yes, of course. It I was his comeback. Wrestler. Man, that was a great fucking movie. That was but then he went on to do the it was really good. But then he became weird again. <laughs> it's like everything you read about Mickey Rourke is that he fucking like goes out to a nightclub and gets beat up. It's like every time he would be the biggest dick in the world because you always were like reading like Mickey Rourke goes out to a Las Vegas nightclub and gets his fucking nose broken in five spots. <laughs> <laughs> and he quit Hollywood to become a boxer, which is funny. Right. So, obviously, when you, I think when you're like, you go out there like him and you're like, I'm a boxer now and all that shit. If you go out to a nightclub, there's some other dude there that thinks he's a fucking boxer that is like, come on, dude, let's fucking box then. And I'm sure he's like that too. So you just like end up getting in some fucking bar fight. Every dude in the bar thinks he's a boxer. <laughs> right. After, so you're, you're playing a losing game there. After like, Eight shots of vodka. Yeah, everybody thinks they're a boxer. Even the ladies. Oh, wait, no, they think they're punching bags. <laughs> well, they do by the time I leave in the morning. Jesus. you got a real problem, Rufus. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we're... You know what? We actually feel like we're making some headway with the uh, with the website. I'm 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 getting you as much as I can when I can. I've got like an unbelievably weird little busy 
part of my season going on right now, so I apologize that if I haven't got back to you as soon as I can, or that I'm doing it at three o'clock in the morning. Probably doesn't help either. <laughs> no, that's that's all right. So what's the deal? You're like doing on location shots for uh, RVs and during sunsets and sunrises and yeah, like yeah, we did a few of those and uh, going out and taking. I'm actually got a guy who's been doing interior and exterior shots RVs for like the last 16 or 17 years. And before I've been like going to these places that take pictures, right. And forest river would buy the pictures from them and I would just use the pictures. But now I'm like, fuck that. I'll get a guy to go take the pictures and I'll just fucking charge forest river like five times, you know, whatever it would be costing me. And uh, it's turning into a little side business. Fuck yeah. Way to go, man. Well, but this guy's moonlighting for, like, his boss, who is one of the photography places in town. So it's kind of a kind of a tricky little thing I'm trying to put together here, Rufus. But I'm trying to bring this guy over to the dark side with, with cash by paying him way better than the other guy. That'll do it. That'll do it. The Which he deserves. Well. That's the bullshit. The other guy just doesn't pay him. And they, this guy does all the work. I'm like, you know doesn't what? You'd him. be making more fucking money than that. Well, he pays him, but he pays him like you'd be making if you worked it, uh, I don't know, if you're making like 12 or 15 bucks an hour. This guy should be making Fuck like that. 1000 a week at least. Jesus. Yeah, that's ridiculous. This other guy's gotten away with a lot, let me tell you that. But, so, so you're yeah, paying him kind of turned a into a pain in the ass. What's that? So if he should be making a thousand a week, you're paying him five hundred? Right, of course. Of course. Three thirty three thirty three. It's a nice round number. Is it? Speaking I guess it's of round not. numbers, dude, I, 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 I seriously have no fucking idea how I miscalculated the price of the, the single butt buddy. Yeah, that would took some special it's skill. It, yeah, it's like a special Olympic skill. I, I have no... I, I had to add it up thinking, man, maybe I was wrong. I'm like, what? No, that's 750 I noticed and I added it up like four more times. I'm like, okay, I'm not insane. Rufus is wrong because it's very rarely are you wrong. And that kind of caught me off guard. And I just want to say, is everything okay? Are you crying out for help right now? Is that a cry for help? <laughs> Well, that's what's insane. I did it like four or five times because I was like, I thought, I thought the same thing. I was like, no, it's exactly, it's not going to fuck this up. And I did it, and I did it, and I did it, and I was like, no, it's 550. And then you came back with your email, and I did it again. I was like, but it, it's like my entire worldview and paradigm shifted at that point. Something, something in the universe changed. I think mathematics was different before you emailed me. That's the only been. answer I I've come to. Because I Previously, tried to replicate. I, I'm sorry. You tried to replicate your math, how you were doing your math to figure it out. All I could think was three yeah, times but, one. No, that wouldn't have been right because I'd say three times one fifty is four fifty. Yeah, I don't know how you everything got five fifty out of those numbers. Yeah, dude, I spent some time trying to figure out, and everything came to like some weird number that nobody in their right mind would fucking type in. So I don't know what the deal is, but I apologize for my. <laughs> were you using? I have to know. Were you using a calculator? Yeah, well, I was using the calculator and the Windows calculator. 
Well, all right. Well, that explains it. You were using Windows. <laughs> I just used the Apple calculator. I'm surprised it didn't crash your whole computer trying to do three times two two point five zero. That's a good point. I should be thankful I at least got a number back. <laughs> That's true. In English, an English number. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. It's so crazy. I my I went with my friend the other day to. He's like he had a computer, like an Acer, probably from 1999 that he was using for all his internet porn. And I'm like, dude, you got to step up your game. So I talked him into a $300 laptop, an HP from Walmart, right? And we got sure. it back to his house and unboxed it, and we're setting it up. And it was like after working on an Apple. It's like I couldn't understand how to work a fucking Windows machine. It took me like 20 minutes to oh, remember. Yeah. Fucking Super ridiculous Super it was. And how it makes no fucking sense at all. Well, I'll see you. But I, I remember right. I worked at, a, at another company where they used that, the design team used Apple. I was in the marketing team. We used PCs. But I was so badass that they would let me go work with the marketing team, and I'd get on an Apple, and I'd be like, holy fuck, I don't know this. The left mouse button doesn't do what I want it to do. Right. It's totally different. But I really want an Apple, dude. I mean, dude, overall, this thing just works so much it'll better. It'll take you 60 days to realize how to do shit differently on an Apple, but an Apple, when you get down to it, makes so much more sense in the way that it's set up. You're just like, oh, my God, that's too easy. It's like you find yourself thinking, like, how could this be harder to try to understand, like, where it would be on a Windows machine? But on an Apple machine, like, oh, that's that right where it should be. So it totally makes sense. Let's uh, open Windows and shit like that. Now I know why they call it Windows on Windows, because, like, everything you had to open up its own fucking new window for everything. I think you're right about that, but it's also it's more than that. Like a Windows machine, there's not enough buffer between you and the actual bullshit that's going on behind the scenes. Apple does a great job of removing you from the computations that are happening. You're Everything right. Everything just fucking works. You and are in, so in right. a Windows machine, right? Something won't yeah. work, and it will tell you. Yeah. This is going wrong. And you don't, right, or it you tells you, it asks you what you want to do. That's what I found. It was like, it would open up a window and be like, do you want to run ASDL codec for to reestablish right. some kind of paradigm? And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. You're like, I don't know, should I push yes or no? Because you have no fucking idea whether you should or not. Yeah, so long story short, I need to get a, a goddamn fucking Apple machine. You know what, dude? You really do. I hate to say that. I do. It's, You're it's, right. The one, it's the one, and I've, I've got my gripes about Apple, but for the stuff, as far as what you like to do, dude, you should probably be using an Apple hands down. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about Apple is you're so monopolistic. I mean, you can't, right. it's not like you can't get it a cheaper, you either get an Apple and pay out the ass, or you don't. That's, that's what I like about Apple. You PCs, can find some good can, deals on some iMacs that have 27 inch screens from last year that are running about 11, 1200 bucks, which right. seems no, like it, it's, mean, it's really not. Now I was going to ask it, you, it, Lucas, it, do it, you have InDesign on your computer? 
Do have what? Adobe InDesign? InDesign? No, I don't. Now, what? how are you running all your Adobe programs? How do you have Photoshop? Well, I've got Photoshop. And I I've know, got but you, box. you just have it on a disk or something? You don't have the Creative you know, Cloud app? Uh, for Photoshop, I don't have Creative Cloud. For Lightbox, I do. For uh, Audition, I do. And I think I have one other thing on Lightbox. Oh, uh, I got two other things on Lightbox. I got Premiere Pro and uh, After Effects. You're but saying on the Creative Cloud. For those, yeah, my Photoshop is CS5, so it's just installed on my computer. It's it's not running on CC. But you should get all that stuff through CC for no extra money, right? You just pay one thing and get it all. Yeah, just... it, I, but I turn it all on and off because I don't always use Audition. I've got a different audio right. program that I use, so I'll just turn that on if I need it for certain things, pay a month, and then I'm done. Uh, same thing with Lightbox. I don't really need Lightbox because I got Photoshop. What the fuck do you need Lightbox for? And I've got okay. another thing called Darkroom, so I don't always pay for that. So I just got to turn things on and off as I need them. What's it cost you a month to turn them on and off, just out of curiosity? Well, I think I currently have running uh, Lightbox. No, I don't have Lightbox. I've got uh, After Effects and Premiere because I'm doing this little short movie with my kid, and I think it's like 19 bucks a month for those Is two. It? Just curious, just being nosy, Rufus, just trying to figure out what you're using, because I'd say for some of those ads, dude, I designed those ads for that for the website, and uh, those are in InDesign. So mm-hmm. I need to, you're talking pixels and all that stuff, you know, that's, I have to relearn all that shit, because I design in inches, because I'm American, god damn it. And proud to be. No, I've tried to use. I wrote a book with a buddy of mine um, back in 2009. We've updated it ever since, and it, it was a book. So it was, it was like a, a print fucking thing we had to work out. And I tried to use InDesign, like you use for your badass pamphlets, and I couldn't fucking do it. I ended up hiring somebody to fucking lay it all out for me. So that, that whole like print layout blows my fucking mind. Yeah, you know, I, I think in like web layouts and and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so I don't have what, what is three hundred nine by two hundred and eighty six or whatever the hell those numbers were? What does that come out to? Come out to off the top of your head. I'm kidding. What like what standard measurement would that be? I'm just joking with you. I'll just have to transfer. I'll just have to switch it on InDesign to be pixels. Because I'm assuming that's pixels, right? Yeah, just switch to pixels or do it in Photoshop. No, I don't like designing Photoshop. It's too hard. It's uh, 1,200 by 395. 1,200 by 395. Let me write that down. Yeah. Because this weekend I'm going to be working on uh, Bud Buddy stuff. Hey, what I want to do with this Bud Nugget, this Bud's Nuggets of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. If you like, did you get my email regarding that? I, I think you did. But I want to yeah. do like, it's so gay. I know, I know it's gay, but I want to do it anyways. Like this Johnny Carson looking intro of him with just like music playing in the background. You know how in the Johnny Carson intro, it's just like Johnny talking, but you can't hear what he's saying. Yeah. Or whatever. 
clips, like different clips of Johnny, like from different angles. I don't know why I want to do that with Bud, but I think I'm going to try to, to tackle that tonight. It's like filming him from different angles with like different lighting in the background. I don't know, Rufus. I don't know why I want to do it, but I do. But uh, no, you should. I just want to have him read like, our one-liners that we come up with from the show as his nuggets of wisdom. But I also want to have one where like people, quote unquote, can send in questions, and I'm hoping that eventually someone does, and Bud can answer uh, his question or their questions in a in a Bud style. I agree. Like, I told you, did you see my email about the blog? Like how we should start a blog? Right. I guess that would and make it, sense it, too. Well, no, we have to have a blog for uh, SEO purposes. But I, I was saying that the blog should be Bud's blog. It should be like his personality. Like he's right. writing it. Yes. He's doing the videos. He's responding to everything. It's not like yeah. us. Now you're getting it. Yeah, I think that maybe I felt insane before trying to explain that to you. But Bud is like the CEO of uh, 420 Products USA. No, yeah, no. Uh, oh, the reason I'm missing that is because if you're going to shoot all this video or request it in that email, shoot some still shots right. of the puppet, like isolated yeah. and him doing stuff. By doing stuff, you mean smoking weed? Anything. It could be smoking weed. It could be just like sitting at the computer or maybe right. you know, yeah. playing the guitar, doing dishes, anything that – this bud is only a head. He has no body. That's cool. Not, That's fine. So I don't, I'm wondering how we'd have him playing guitar. Set that up in my mind. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm trying to picture what how you would photograph that. Just like his head and what? the neck of the guitar, like going up, like he. I, yeah, I guess I could see how that would work. Well, I just made that up off the top of my head. I'm just saying. Him, like, in a setting doing something. Well, I'll definitely get him here sitting at my computer with the microphone. Sweet. That's kind of a no-brainer. And the headphones on, do you think? Yeah, absolutely, with the headphones on. On behind him. That would be, like, his main shot, I think. He'll have, like, a bong behind him, his sunglasses over here on the wall. Yes. That I, I think we'll come up with some good stuff. Yeah, and I'll get him outside and shit like that. I mean, I'm gonna make let's make Bud a character. And that's what I'm saying. I, I think yeah, he's a spokesperson, right? He's a mascot. So let's really fucking push him. Exactly. Bud Buddy's 420 Products USA, brought to you by Bud. Well, you know what? The deal. So you were asking about smoking accessories is probably what people would consider if they're searching for what we're selling. Didn't you have that question in one of the emails? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like the baseline generic terms that people would search. Right. Smoking accessories is, is probably the biggest one that I've searched. And then, you know, now, of course, marijuana smoking, shit like that, recreational marijuana. But, yeah, I would say smoking accessories. Can you think of anything else? I mean, how many terms can you use? Are you just looking for, like, the one most lowest common denominator term? No, I mean, we can have multiple terms. Like if, like the Bud Buddy page, that's a specific item. You know, nobody's going to search Bud Buddy, but they're going to search, like, 
containment or weed storage unit right. I have any idea well, I mean there's stuff we and need we, to be thinking about that you know like barrier bags and uh, pill bottles I mean that's all stuff that people keep weed in you know and there's certain brands of bags that they sell now that are supposedly not to stink and stuff like that but you know you know that we have a new bud buddy on the way right like a whole new incarnation of the Bud Buddy is is coming in less than thirty days. Right, right. So I'm I mean, I'm wondering, should we be billing these old Bud Buddies as like the Bud Buddy Classic or something? Because really, once we get the no. new ones, there's not going to be any reason to sell these these old Bud Buddies because the new ones are so much better. No, there there is a reason. You just have a the intro product and a premium product. I mean, you don't want to just have spent money on these Bud Buddies and sit sit on them forever, right? You just say the Bud Buddy. I mean, they might be collectors. The Bud Buddy and the Bud Buddy Pro. Well, fuck museums. They don't make us rich. Well, see, the deal I mean, is with with these new ones that are coming, dude. With these new ones, the markup is going to be a fucking million percent better. So I don't really care about these old ones that much. The new ones are going to do exactly what I wanted these ones to do, but kind of pulled the trigger on them a little too early. But the markup on them, because they're so much better quality, it's going to be like two for ten bucks. Well, they cost the exact same price to make. So just single for single, what the current Bud Buddy is two fifty. What would the new one sell for? I mean, I don't. I would say five bucks at least. Okay, but I mean, you got some four people. Four people. Well, this is, this is the problem. To... I don't want. I don't want people to get their hands on this incarnation of the Bud Buddy, which works perfectly fine, but then be like, you know, it's not exactly what they wanted, and then not even, you know, try the Bud Buddy brand again. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of, but I, I think if you differentiate them enough in the pitch, then they know that, oh, the premium is way better. I'll buy that anyway, but but I'll get what I can. I mean, they've been improving shaving razors for fucking 100 years, and you get one that has five blades or you can get one that has one, and they're still selling the blade that has one. So I think there's right. room for both if you just – I it's think right. what I, probably the more problem is I want to I just want to use the Bud Buddy name on the new one. I don't want to give the new one like a, a different name. You know what I mean? I don't want to call it the Bud Buddy 2.0 or the Bud Buddy Sport or the Bud Buddy Premium. I just want to keep calling it the Bud Buddy because I think that honestly this would be the only order we ever have of these old ones. So when they sell out, that- you know what I mean? There's it wouldn't make any sense for the other one to have a different name. Because I don't think because, I would ever... So call, the, call the new one, you're going to stick with the Bud Buddy, and just right. rebrand this one as like... That's uh, why I was thinking the classic, retro. or the vintage, or the... There you go, yeah. Classic, LX. vintage, retro. Or Bud Buddy Light, or something right. like that. Right. Yeah, just, exactly. For your... Oh, the, the, oh, here you go. Uh, when when you get your, I wouldn't be able to walk 
into a store with these other ones and be like, fuck, dude, this is what we got, and it's badass, and they're going to go, yeah, it's it's fucking badass. These new ones are badass. Okay, you got me excited. So the new ones we'll call Bud Buddy. The old ones, you just call the Bud Buddy Junior, and then when they're sold off, we're, they're out, they're done. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's exactly what's got to happen. And now, I don't know if I sent you the pictures of the new Bud Buddies, did I, with the the... O-ring molded into the ring and uh, into the lid and stuff now to keep no. water out and like the freshness in. Dude, these guys in China set me up big time when because I I wanted it to be like super waterproof and super fresh and whatever. They redesigned this whole container for me because I I'm paying them to make this mold and it's like a patentable design that they came up with and like they're like it's yours. They sent me the drawings and everything and it, really? it's fucking tight. Yeah. It's no, not I've got, you mentioned it. But it's definitely something that's going to it, – it, it's a great selling point for the Bud Buddy, no doubt about it. Fuck, yeah. Then, then I say, yeah, make that the Bud Buddy. Make the other one the Bud Buddy Junior. Sell those off so you, you make your money back. I was, then, thinking about man, I, away. I was thinking about putting them on there and let people can, – they can get them for free, just pay a dollar fucking shipping and handling for them. Either way, I just don't want you to have wasted your money on them because you Dude, didn't want to shit all them. You know what? That is just a learning experience to me. You know what I mean? I like them. I love them. And they work great. They do. But the other one's just going to make it like no one would probably ever buy the old style. And I don't know why they would. Does that make sense? I think you underestimate poor people. <laughs> well, plus, I'm plus telling plus. you. If we could make it profitable to just have someone pay shipping and handling, I'll, we'll quote unquote be giving them away at least for some kind of, uh, I don't know, free publicity stunt. Does that make sense to get people to the website? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we'll really. Consider that a waste of money. You know, if exactly. you want to pay dollar shipping and handling, fine. You get free fucking three free bud buddies, the the vintage exactly. or the giveaway or whatever. That's not a bad idea. I mean, that would be a good press release, like launching the new Bud Buddy, buy a Bud Buddy and get, you know, X amount of Bud Buddy Juniors free. That would be pretty fucking cool. Or try the old style Bud Buddy, and you'll know, you know, and you'll be happy with that. And imagine, you know, we've made it even better type deal. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to, really. It's it's better. You know, and it's just all R&D, dude. I, even if I'd never sold one of these old style, I wouldn't kill myself over it because I just think, you know, it's just needed. You just experience shit like that. At least we learn something. Yeah, but there is something to have having a better option that's compared to something that's not better. I mean, if people see the, the premium Bud Buddy and they're like, okay, well, let me go somewhere else and see what's not as good. If we also offer... You know the 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 simple bud buddy. They can be like, oh yeah, well it's obviously better than what else I can buy here. I'll get that. So I don't know. I'm overthinking. I've got a piss so bad that my brain is <laughs> All right. infected All right, with will, urea. But uh, this is definitely some stuff we need to talk about. I do want to do a Skype call. We got to get something set up to do it a couple times a week because uh, when I got you here, it's easier to talk to you about getting this shit done, and then I'm motivated to do it instead of. Going, God, this is just a mountain of shit to get done. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, shovel some of that mountain toward me, dude. I'm, I, I'm I will. Pitch in. 
you are pitching in, and I appreciate it. All right, I'll let you piss. I'm going to play Beer is Food and then uh, maybe a couple more songs. But, Rufus, I will talk to you in a few days. Uh, we are going to have to find a better way to do our Tuesday night show, though, so we'll talk about that soon, too. Adios, my friend, and I will catch you on the flip side. Cheers, food. Don't you know it.
That's right. Some dead air on the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Zigzag and Rufus. Sorry about that. I got a little carried away. Smoking some ganja. Farmer song. Yeah. 
How about doing it tonight with a little fried eggs and ham, bitch? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.